Hello, diary listeners. Happy Tuesday. My hope is that everyone had a spectacular Valentine's Day. I know I did. It was very chill, low-key. I actually had a, a group of friends of mine randomly stop by and give me some flowers and a glow stick. Um, so special shout out to John and Courtney. I love you both and thank you both. Um, that really meant a lot. This is part two of our time with Bailey Jean Moran of Tulsa, Oklahoma. And we're calling the second part of her diary entry, Compounding Interest. So there you go. Now you kind of know why we we went with banker terms. Thank you, Bailey. Thank you, listeners. Enjoy. Welcome to the Apprenticeship Diaries, where raw meets refined. Let's be real, we're still working on refined. (laughs) What it took, what it takes, and the stories that are made. Join us as we learn from professionals about how their stories begin. Doing uh, the wrong every other on a nautical star. That's yeah. That's why you mark yep. that you mark that every weather one. You put like a little X in it, or you just color it in, just so yep. that you know. Because it's I so already weird. I already did my mess up. Yeah, I've, I've already done it. Well, yeah. these um, this mom and these two daughters came in, and they had like a three heart design. Well, the mom was going to get the first heart filled in. The, the first daughter was going to get the second heart filled in. And I, the third daughter was supposed to get the third heart filled in. The other ones were just supposed to be the lines. Oh, shit. <laughs> I legit was like, as I was tattooing, I was like, I'm not going to fill in the first heart a second time. And I said it the whole time that I was setting up. The first, well, my brain was thinking you're supposed to, if you're right-handed work, bottom right and keep yeah. going over. Well, I... I filled it in because I was like, you're supposed to start over here. And I, as soon as I hit it, I barely did like a circle and you could already tell that I had hit the sin or the skin with that. And I was like, I probably turned pale white. Thomas walked past me and he goes, you all right, Bales? Cause that's what they call me sometimes up there. And I was like, I feel like I'm I want to be bail. real honest with you. Yeah, I was like, I just looked at her. I was like, I'm going to be real honest with you. The whole time that we've been laughing and saying we're not going to fill in the first heart, my brain said first heart and we filled it in. So do you want two hearts filled in? And then your sister can have all three hearts filled in. Right. Right. And she, she looked so pissed, but she afterwards, she's like, I love it more. But the second sister she had never had a tattoo done before. And so she had to get all three hearts filled in and she was cussing me. I was letting her because I was like, I'm so sorry. I've never had three people come in at the first, you know, it's, I'm an apprentice. I've never had three people come in at the same time. This was overwhelming for me. That's I, what you get for coming last. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, you know what? I apologize. That girl was the baby in every other sense. I am an older <laughs> child, so I don't care. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. You're like, suffer. Yeah. I'm like, suck it up, buttercup. You were the You're baby. Fine. You got everything that she didn't get. Come on now. Yep. Yep. <laughs> well, and it was, it was funny because they were like, this the little girl that came with them apparently was the third sister. She's just like six years old and wasn't able, obviously, to get <laughs> tattooed. And I was like, when you guys come in, I'll add another heart and we can just color that one in red and that will represent her. Oh, I like that. That's so sweet. And they were like, that's a great idea. I was like, okay, please don't hurt me. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Well, and that's the thing is that like, I think that it's so human, you know, like people get that mistakes happen. Like, Part of, you know, just getting tattooed is the experience on top of what you were thinking about getting. And so, like, like you said, a lot of times when that happens, people walk away being like, oh, I actually like it more. Like, it's kind of, yeah. it's kind of yep. better now. Um, but man, yeah, I hear you on those, those mess ups. They're, they're rough. They're rough. <laughs> I was scared for my life. Like, I, I just stared at it and they, they were like, what's wrong? And I didn't talk for like maybe a minute. And then I just, and then I was like, I'm going to be real honest with you. And when Thomas walked by and asked if I was okay, then he listened and he was like, you know, 
you handled that very professionally. You just let them know what you did. You gave them a different option and they liked it. So you did a good job. And I was like, yeah, but I feel like I'm going to like, my heart's going to fall out of my butt. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. I, I, I 100% feel you, man. Like I, uh, I had a girl, uh, I had ordered a whole ink set for her of glowing like black light ink and this wasn't like a person who was just getting it for la da she was an audio engineer and she was regularly in nightclubs so like she was around black light all the freaking time and she loved star bright and she wanted like the star bright star right by like a, her upper cheekbone well we had we had put it there and then we said oh that doesn't really look a good spot so we we moved it again but I hadn't wiped off the other stencil quite enough so when I when I went to tattoo it I like it was so little I like fully tattooed it before I was like oh my god I tattooed the wrong one and she was like what and I was like on your face like on your fucking face <laughs> and she was like I said I mean, I know you love Starbright, but like, could you maybe have two stars like yeah. and be your own kind of thing <laughs> and be your own Starbright, your own kind of like expression <laughs> of this and just say that she was an inspiration or you could just say I'm a dick and <laughs> I fucked it up. But either way, like, what do you want me to do? And she was like, um, I guess tattoo both because now like it'll it'll look better with both because of the way it was located and I was like yeah. I think it looks really cute I was like I'm really sorry <laughs> you can't take it back like it's, it's on her face I felt awful I'm sure I'm sure that every time somebody's like oh I love your star she's probably like that fucking bitch <laughs> <laughs> it's not where it was supposed to be it was only supposed to be one you're like, all right, I will let you punch me in the face if you do not get mad at me for this. She was bigger than me, too, and she lifted a lot of heavy audio equipment. I'm pretty sure she could have really hurt me. Um, but she was graceful. And uh, yeah, it, it, it was rough. I've, mm -hmm. I've done so many mistakes uh, in the grand scheme of things. Um, it, it, I, you know, I'll come off all of them. If there's a tattoo confessional that we can go to, that's kind of a neat idea, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> like, like let's all in, confess. We know. Go into a booth and tell everybody what we did. <laughs> <laughs> um, how does your husband's tattoo look now that it's healed? It's, it's held up great. And I mean, for my first one, my lines were pretty solid. So that's awesome. Um, yeah, I think that, I mean, I think because I went so slow that obviously they they turned out good, but yeah. I was petrified. Aw. Now, how did it get to, like, did it just happen one day? Rico, you're going to do your first tattoo today? Get your get your guy? Well, he kept, had, he had kept hinting kind of like, so do you think that you're ready or, and I thought that he was just asking questions, but uh, I guess he was being serious. And I was like, yeah, I, I think that I could probably do that. And he was like, well, call your husband. Yeah. Awesome. Like, okay. And so then he got in there and I'm like shaking as I'm drawing this design up. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so scared. But I, I eventually got over it. And then, uh, of course I al always have like, anxiety if someone's gonna like it or if they you know like think that it's if they're gonna be honest and be like this sucks or you know because he's kind of tethered to you yeah like I just I'm like okay well I mean this is going on your skin like I just want you to know I am an apprentice like let's say that for the 10th time before we go in here he's like you are my wife I already hitched my ride to this yeah <laughs> He kept telling me the whole time. He was like, you're not going to be able to touch this. I don't care if you feel like you need to clean it up. Like, Aww. don't ever touch it after this. And I was like, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a lot of people with like first tattoos. Like they're kind of little precious gems. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, those those first people are really, really, really blessings. Like and, and it, it's really cool to see them later, too, because 
like like I was well the reason why I asked about how it was after it's healed is that you're thinking as you're doing it like oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck and then when you sit back after it's healed and you look at it with some time and a few more tattoos beyond you you're like oh yeah actually isn't that bad (laughs) it's really not that's what I would the first I looked at it and I was like, God, I hate it. But like after that, I look at it sometimes and I'll like, he'll just be standing there. I'm looking at his leg and I'm squinting and he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, it's not that bad. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, you're, you know, you're kind of removed from the trauma of doing it, like, and all the anxiety and all of the like, you know, thoughts and you can properly just assess it for what it is. And once it's kind of removed from all of that, it's kind of like, hey, that, that wasn't too god awful. Like, yeah, I've seen a lot of tattoos like that, especially the ones like you mentioned where the client was really in pain and there were certain things that happened where they jerked or whatever. If you get like a lot of leg twitching and stuff like that, and you're just like, oh God, that that needle went a little deep in there. Um, yep. Yep. I did not move away quick enough. And then you look at it later and you're like, wow uh that sucked to put that tattoo on you but it does not look like it sucked so that's good that's really good it's so terrifying too whenever they do jump my best friend got uh tattooed by me the other day on the back of her calf and her leg jerked and i i try to watch and make sure i can pull away you know whenever i feel like it's they're about to and i was doing great for the most part on that and then what happened was is she was laying on her stomach watching uh instagram reels and um when those reels were like they were looking at something a spider jumped out like like the ones that are supposed to scare you and her whole leg lifted up so i was like and like i basically like it i immediately went way too far in the skin and it it bled under the skin immediately and i was like that was not my fault that was your fault (laughs) i was like you just got a little spider under the skin that's what happened like you got your bonus spider right there (laughs) it's gonna it's gonna look all frayed underneath the skin later but you know we'll make it work She was like, I am so sorry. I was like, it's okay. I was like, what happened? And she showed me and I was like, that's pretty funny. (laughs) Oh my God. That's so funny. Yeah. Word to the wise. Do not watch things that'll make you jump. (laughs) In the beginning of my career, I used to, I used to share comedy specials with my clients. They're like, you're a sadistic fuck. Like, 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 what are you doing? And I was like, this is a great comedy special. And they're like, yeah, but I, I'm going to be laughing. I'm like, no you're gonna be fine it's gonna be all right (laughs) in retrospect that was probably grueling they probably were just sitting there being like oh my god I want to laugh so bad but I can't (laughs) mess this all up but it was entertaining for me yes it was (laughs) um what did you tattoo with first uh what kind of machine so uh I actually had ordered my own um Yeah, uh, Rick had told me, he was like, all right, it's time that you uh, you order your machines. And I had pulled my 401k out from my last job to be able to to pay for that. So I paid for two Bishop Rotary machines. Nice. And um, I got like a pack for one of them. It came with uh, the charging uh, for the batteries and stuff and um some of them have like where you can convert them to uh, uh where you can plug them in mm-hmm. yeah, and i was i was i ordered those and i uh i used my line machine and then i used my shader right on right yeah on. um rig told me later on if i wanted a color packer that i probably should save up but that's you know later on the line Got you. Got you. Got you. Right on. That's awesome. Um, have you used coils? I have not, but um, in our last video, we talked about uh, he gave me a cup full of parts and dumped it out in front oh, yeah. of me and yeah, That's made right. me draw a um, a diagram and like lines to where the, the names of the parts were. And so apparently this machine his friend had made for him uh 
especially for him. And then uh, he was like, all right, put it together. And so I did. He was like, for the most part, he was like, well, you're a smart cookie. You got most of it together. He's like, there's some parts here that obviously need to go into this machine. But um, he was like, take it apart and I'll show you how to put it together correctly. And I was like, oh. okay. So really awesome. it was only um, like my brain just went blank on the the little baby washers i can't remember the name of them right now but yeah the things some... in between certain yeah uh, and they're the and smaller bolts. ones i just can't think of the name of them right now my brain is drawing a blank but uh i think it starts with an s that's gonna drive me crazy um but uh yeah he was like those definitely go in there i was like those yeah. definitely go in there yeah. <laughs> so and you're like I all right together yeah and then and then we plugged it in and he was like you gotta listen to it make sure that it's you know at a good frequency or else you know you could really mess somebody up and I was like okay and yeah. uh he told me later on that I would but then he taught me how to uh, make my own needles and everything nice. else and we went through that first but we I, I haven't used a coil machine yet he told me that we will it's just I haven't seen it happen I think you'll like it. It's it's really great lining. Um, mm -hmm. Lining is beautiful with a coil machine. Um, shading it. I mean, coils are just a little bit more cumbersome, you know, like that, that's really it. Um, but they're, I find that their quality, their line qualities are really, really good. And um, definitely with like a traditional, more traditional kind of style, it, it it's just, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're awesome anyway. I mean, you can get a lot of versatility if you know how to do it. It's just that with those, you know, when we have our pens, we can use cartridges and we can use like five in one sitting instead of just a liner and a shader. And then that's it. That's all you get. Yep. So, <laughs> and you got to be a little bit more savvy when that's all of your tools. Yeah. Rick told me that he was like, yeah, I mean, if, He's like, coil machines, the lines are awesome. He's like, but you basically have to have a machine for everything that you're going to do. Yep. Yep. That's basically, and there's so many wires. Like, yeah. I'm cordless. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, so awesome. We're, we're free. I'm telling you, not, not having wires to get bound up in or get caught on something. Or uh, right now I have a chair that like all my chairs have to have rollerblade wheels because they can't have those canisters that catch your wires. Mm -hmm. And that's just a product of all the wires that have been in my life. Yep, <laughs> like, yep. And now I don't have any, I mean, I have recording wires, so, but yeah, yeah. no, I hear you. Um, so, um, in Oklahoma, I know that they have very particular um, standards for apprenticeships and things like that. Can you kind of talk about that a little bit, what you have to do? Yeah. Um, so you definitely uh, start off with um, doing your test for uh, getting your certificates for like your bloodborne pathogens and things like that. And then um, your apprenticeship lasts two years in Oklahoma. And, um, I think that the end of this year, I am supposed to take my apprenticeship test. Nice. Yeah. And then, um, after that, then, uh, I basically am allowed to tattoo right on and then go forward from there. So, uh, of course, you've got to keep all of your things up to date, make sure that you hang them on your walls because people are supposed to be able to see them and see that you're certified. Gotcha. And then um, uh, I think the hardest part of that is basically just studying, finding time to study when you're drawing. Gotcha. Um, if they had like an audio book where they could just read it off, I would totally just listen and draw because yeah. the attention span of me being able to read such monotone sentences <laughs> yeah no i hear it's you hard. yeah now how um is it different books that like different parts of of it that it's breaking broken up into is it one one just book that you have to pretty much go through uh so you can go online it's basically like a handbook you can go okay. on there and it does have sections um uh, that breaks it up for you um but you go on there and it's, I think it's in, 
you have to search the Oklahoma Health Department and then you look up the separate part of tattooing. And then once you go on there on the website, it'll give you like the handbook that you can read off of on there. That way you can study for your actual test. I got you. Is it a um, multiple choice or is it multiple choice and practical? I think it's multiple choice. Oh, right on. Do they have to, does like a, a board person have to see you actually tattoo or break? Okay. I I think so. I'm pretty sure. Um, I know for a fact that like you have to go into this room and and do a test for the actual license part of it. Right. But um, I'm not for sure about the the tattooing part. Gotcha. If they they have to have a board person. Yeah, I was curious if uh, how correlated it was to the hair industry. And I know in Rhode Island, they have to have like a whole practical thing where they see you set up, break down, and then they kind of walk you through. I don't think they actually have to see you tattoo, um, but I think that they have to like be able to run you through like, how do you prepare your client? You know, how do you hold your machine? How do you, how do you set up, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Um, That's what what Rhode Island was. Um, and a lot of times they just come and, and have you, you know, go, go to the place that you're working and you bring a friend and they just visit you there and they look mm-hmm. at you do all that stuff. Um, but yeah, I was just curious because I just recently filled out some of the paperwork to come there and, and I, I got into a very tense conversation with Kevin. I don't like Kevin. <laughs> Matt was lovely. There was this beautiful dude named Matt who did help me quite a bit because there was on the temporary license part, there's a, this thing that's called an affidavit of personhood or like, or like presence, like legal presence. It's this weird thing that I had never seen from any other place, but it was like a whole other section of the, of the temporary licensure. And I was like, the hell is this shit like like I, I had to call to even ask what it was and um me and Kevin got into it a little bit I mean I get I get that he just has a job to do and like that's it but we were talking about this in the beginning of the podcast like these people enforce all this stuff and they have no idea like really what what they're doing they just know that they've been told this needs to be done for this reason and they don't budge from that my whole thing was like hey bro I am licensed in Rhode Island and I've kept a license in Rhode Island for almost 10 years now. And it is upstanding. I have to report every year. I have to renew it every year. I have to, um, I have to say that there's no felonies, that there's been no black marks against my license for this license that I had to do. I had to do a legal background check here in Maryland where I had to get fingerprinted and had had a packet of my background and my legal like criminal record sent. I didn't even get a chance to look at it. I had to pay $35 to be f- fingerprinted and have my stuff sent to Rhode Island that I didn't get to look at, that some board person got to look at. I'd be curious to see what the hell's on this. So I hope nothing. It didn't keep me from getting a license. And um, I said, you know, all this stuff that you're asking me to provide for you I've already provided to the state of Rhode Island. Could my licensure in Rhode Island just kind of supplement this temporary license and I pay you 50 bucks? And he was like, no, we, we need all that. And I was like, well, that's dumb. Yeah. It's <laughs> a really dumb yeah, Kevin. <laughs> I was really dumb, Kevin. I was like, so you're telling me that you guys need all of this paperwork when you could have one paper and a check. And all you could do is make a phone call to Rhode Island. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, that's very dumb, Kevin. (laughs) I was like, you should probably recommend to your superior or anybody that like there's there should be some certain provisions for certain states that when you know that their licensure is to a certain standard and a person has held a licensure for a certain amount of time that there should I, I feel like there should be some waiver. I'll still pay the 50 bucks. You still get the money. But like. Do you understand that nobody calls who's trying to like if I was trying to be a problem for your state, which is the whole point of all of this was like the health thing of it. I wouldn't call you to figure out how to do the paperwork correctly. 
Kevin. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I wouldn't be calling like you. A lot harder. I was like, I am trying to actually do business in the beautiful state of Oklahoma. And this is a righteous pain in the ass, bro. And Kevin's like, you're shit out of luck. Yeah. He's just like, you're going to have to do it, man. Like I just spend <laughs> most of my time killing brain cells when I'm not here. Yeah. And I just work for the man. <laughs> I just, I just work here, man. Yeah, that's basically Kevin. That was his whole shtick. Like, he was just like, I don't know what you want me to tell you. I have no power here. If I brought up that, nobody would care. And I was just like, you should assess your job. <laughs> I was just like, you should interrupt a meeting, Kevin. I mean, that gets, it gets to that point, Bailey, when you have gone through all of this, like for, for your job and you know what you've been through to do your job. And then you, you meet these board member people that are just like, what was the qualification for your job? I'm just curious for you to enforce this on me. And, and all, what did you have to do? Yep. Yep. You're like, do you even know what I do for a living? (laughs) I get really, you get really like, yeah, I want to speak to your supervisor. It gets very Karen. It gets very Karen. Yeah, Kevin's <laughs> the male version of a Karen. Yeah, but no, I was the Karen. I was the like barky. I just don't have the haircut. But like, that's over the phone. I'm sure that's how I sounded. Hey, um, you know where the hairstylist people are. That's your next step. <laughs> I, know. I did have that haircut at one point. I looked good in it, though. I was very young. And um, what was her face? Victoria Beckham had it first. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I had it before I had her. the Miley Cyrus haircut before it was cool, but I did not look better in it than she did. So I mean I don't know. I I'd have to judge that from myself. If You're I sent cute. you this picture, you would hysterically laugh. It's like my sixth grade middle <laughs> school picture. And nobody I had was cute middle day. school. Yeah, well, I had missed picture day and they sent the smallest person on the yearbook staff to take my picture. And I'm five, nine and a half. Yes, you are. The view of my double chin. (laughs) And then they spelled my name wrong in the yearbook. And I have this horrible haircut and I have a zit like the size of a planet on my cheek. So like, of course, I thought that I was hot shit that year, but I got humbled very fast. That was no. All you learned was like the dynamics of a good photo shoot. Like that's <laughs> that's all I'm hearing. And Miley Cyrus yeah. has a team of people. She has a makeup yeah. crew. She has a hair crew. She has a photographer. She has a director. She has she can say like you know like she's swinging from wrecking balls. Like it. Yeah, she's she, got it all. Yeah, like you, you I was were, I was working on a budget. That was my that problem. Was, that was a raw, <laughs> raw unveiling. I feel like I feel like that's very on par for middle school. I don't think that that was a good judge. I yeah, I it's personally, okay. I think you could do it again. Mm-hmm. I'll re I'll redo it this time. We'll see yeah, there how it go. goes. There you go. Um let's see. Um so you've you've got this year you'll probably be taking your test um what's your style what are you into like tattooing the most I'm I'm a girl's girl like I wanna although I feel like I feel like skulls are super easy you know I like to draw them they're you know it's it's just a natural shape that I tend to kind of lean towards but um I like cutesy girly stuff like I like um I can I like more of like the 90s slash 80s where it's like colorful and um uh like it's not exactly having to be perfect it's just like you you wanted a tattoo and it's like you know you you flip through these flash sheet designs where it's like the floral with like the swirlies and yeah all the good stuff like lower back tattoos I want to bring back I think those are cute you did say that last time I I want I I think that my style will probably reflect who I am as a person Mm -hmm. yeah I agree yeah and I feel like you know as a person I'm just I don't really fit into a box I just kind of do and work with you know whatever I want but it's going to be, you know, it's going to stand out and it's going to be fun. And 
Um, I think that, you know, to work with other people and kind of be able to put my own twist on it because they like who I am and they like my stuff. Um, I think I'm probably going to develop almost my own sort of category. Yeah. Um, Although I do like like the 90s stuff. I think that um, I don't know if I would be able to really put my things in a box if I could describe it that way. Um, I just I I want the people to have a good time. I want to have a good time and I I want it to uh, stand out. I I think the most that I hear about my stuff is um, I mean, I'm already at the beginning, so it's mostly just whatever idea is being brought to me. Right. But um, I get told that my creativity and my attraction to color is really going to uh, stand out. I would say that, too. I think that that's um, that's probably going to be your uh, your big thing. I remember you saying that you wanted to bring back low back tattoos and yes. um, more of the 90s vibe and like reinvent it. But like, you know, bring it into the modern age and add a bit of your own spin and like edgy but girly you know yeah I like it yeah I think and I I'm wearing like a track suit today that says 90s baby on it so if that doesn't tell you uh, I love it it's hot pink of course because I like the Barbie vibe but um yeah I I mean there's a lot of artists that inspire me Mm-hmm. and I want to I don't really want to put myself in a box anyway because I want to do anything and everything and I I really want to get my hands on any style that I possibly can so that I can um see how I like it I think that's refreshing I think that that um a lot of people at least that I see right now kind of shoot themselves in the foot or cut their nose off to spite their face like they're kind of like this is my style and then yeah. they cut off everything else and they're very early in the game. And um, whilst their style is all right, you know, like mm-hmm. it's not it's not bad. It's good. Um, it's just, you know, there's a lot you're you're limiting yourself as to what you can do. And I feel like in the beginning, you really want to um, get the people working play with a lot of things, make sure it's playful, make sure that you're always tasking yourself. And, um, and that was more like the, the vibe when I was being raised in the tattoo industry is like, you took on the challenge of what walked in and made it cool and you made it your own. And it sounds like that's what you're going to be doing, which is really, really good. Instead of being Mm -hmm. like, I'm this, you know? Yeah. You know, yeah, it's, uh, it's a, it's a good it's a good way to be, I think. Yeah. Um, and I've yeah. never, I mean, even as a person, uh, I've never really put myself into any sort of description. I feel like that, I feel like whenever you tell people something like that, you're kind of, um, like to give myself a description would be to end, uh, my growth. I think that that's cutting myself short. Like we said, like, if I'm already giving myself a title that leaves no room for change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't want to give myself a definition because by definition, I, I'm already limiting myself. So um, definition leaves no room for change. And I, that's all I've ever, you know, done is I want to be here. I want to be over there. I want to, you know, I want to be yeah. a part of everything and I want to try everything out at least once. And, um, I mean, even once I always end up circling back to it at a different point in my life. So I think things will come to me whenever I'm ready for them. Heck yeah, girl. I love it. I love it. Um, what was I going to ask you? Um, uh that's a great great way to be I'm really happy to hear that um I it just left my brain what I was going to ask you I guess I can I can say um at this point are you charging for your tattoos are you still like how how do you how do you work it at this point um so things that are like three inch by three inch uh usually are are like say a simple line tattoo, mm-hmm. something that's like, say they want a heart and they come in, I charge like 60 bucks. Okay. Right and on. then, um, something a little bit more than that, more medium sized. It just depends. Uh, 
we've been shooting towards 120 right nice. now. That's a good thing. But yeah. uh, currently we're working on uh, this weekend. We're actually having a flash event for Aww. Gabby's medical bills. One of our artists, uh, she had something medical come up and the bills were kind of expensive. So we're having a flash event and basically um, I'm actually over at one of our uh, front sales associates um, house. She uh, has a sticker uh, machine and we've made stickers today we did linoleum prints. We did. Um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah we're trying to uh, make as many things as possible, not only tattoos, uh, to raise as much money as we can for Gabby and her uh, medical bills. Awesome. Is it a um, kind of Valentine kind of inspired? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. We're doing the Valentine's Day theme. Um, Zura, uh, she is awesome at making stickers and she has her own art stuff too that I'm sure she's going to be selling um she did a a linoleum print too a lot of her artwork is sigils she does impeccable um artwork when it comes to um symmetry she can just do it by hand and it's like a mirror it's crazy but that is crazy um, she would like to apprentice after I get done apprenticing and I'm, I'm super rooting for, her. I hope that she gets to, to do all of her um, artwork. Cause I definitely feel like people will come to her for her lines. Heck yeah, man. Well, and, and it sounds like um, Rick has really created a very um, good place where everybody really loves each other and tries to help each other out. Cause you know, mm-hmm. why would you help somebody with their medical bills? If like, you yeah. guys weren't a really good, you know, caring place where everybody looks out for each other. I hope Gabby's, you know, doing better. Is she, you know, everything good now? Like, well, um, it, what happened was, is she had a lump in her throat. Oh man. And so she had surgery for that and it ended up being like her insurance wouldn't pay for it or something. So, um, yeah. And, uh, it's she said that it was about like 10 grand so oh man poor baby yeah can't so have that um, yeah and like, i mean you i mean you can pay bills you know uh it's not like you have to pay them immediately up front for a medical bill but i we want to help her as much as possible to knock down that yeah. you know big number and yeah. um, i hope that a lot of people come through uh we all did like valentine's day flash and um, we made what? Valentine's Day stickers and I, uh, we're all going to dress like pinks and reds that day. Oh, I love that. Well, mm-hmm. and it's a celebration of love and love is, you know, there's multifacets of love. It's not just romantic love. There's brotherly yeah. love. There's, you know, affectionate love as far as like, you know, how you feel towards, you know, your, your pets and things like that. There's so yeah. many different expressions. So I love, I love that. Um, Valentine's day happens to be, um, I think, I think it is my favorite holiday. It's a very weird one to have, but I've always looked at it as well. If you don't like your time on Valentine's day, then you have nobody to blame, but yourself because you're the one who picked all these people. Yeah. (laughs) And if you don't like it, then it's a, it's a, it's an eye opener. Um, next would probably be Thanksgiving because food. (laughs) Yep. For sure. I think mine's, I think mine's Valentine's Day too. And then, uh, uh, Halloween. Yep. Halloween. Halloween's a dope one. I I feel like Halloween, uh, around here anyway, has just gotten a lot more like tame because of just like, I I live in a community where there's a lot of community restrictions and stuff. So it's kind of made a little lame, but Halloween's a big one up there. (laughs) I think it's been lame everywhere. Um, I think it's becoming a holiday that people like our generation is like, meh, like, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, we can't let this die. We've been doing this for like 2000 years now. I think I just need a solid like party. Like, do you remember those like mystery parties that people used to do where somebody dies and like you have to figure out who it is like a whole theme mystery party where we do it like great Gatsby or something like that. You have to like dress in a theme. That would be fun for like, like, um, Halloween. I would totally dig that. We um, get bored uh, during Thanksgiving. So my mom has a themed Thanksgiving every year. You told me. Yes. Talk yes. about this. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was last year's? Oh, we came dressed as each other. <laughs> like we had to, we had to draw a name out of a hat and come dressed as each other. And when I walked in, my sister's hair is dyed black. And they were like, 
they only looked at me for a little bit. Oh my! And then they were like, "Oh my God!" Like Bailey, that's you, not Ashlyn. Like it surprised (laughs) them. They they were like, "What?" And so I basically won that one. But uh, we've had that. We had um, we had to dress as the Golden Girls. That was awesome. There was a white trash one. I remember. Yes, that one was my favorite. (laughs) You got some good pictures from that girl. I did. Was so awesome I, and then everything I dressed was as white trash barbie i put fake hickeys on my neck and i did like eyeliner and like blue eyeshadow and um i put a cigarette behind my ear and i wore like pink and leopard print and like a fur vest and like high-waisted shorts and it just was awful <laughs> wasn't the, the food's also inspired by the theme too, yes. right <laughs> My mom usually makes the food inspired by it. She made um, uh, pigs in a blanket for the white trash one. And then oh. we had like for dessert, um, you know, when I forgot what it's called, but the pudding looks like dirt and she put gummy, uh, gummy. Oh, worms in dirt there. cake. Yeah, 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 yeah. The dirt cake. That is a special right there, man. Yep. Yep. That would be a nice like thing to like, because it's so it's so refreshing. Like your your inner child would just be all about that i'm I'm sure that was a favorite that's really really cool Mm -hmm. you guys are a lot of fun i'm really excited to like (laughs) come see you i really am um is there anything that that we didn't cover that that you feel like you really want to get out there and and express i i remember last time you asked me this question and i had ideas and i am completely drawing a blank right now I think just for the future people out there, like who want to be an apprentice, if they're listening to this, that like just because you feel like that you're not doing good enough doesn't mean that doing nothing is going to help. Because for the longest time, I was scared to follow my dream. But you have to first get off the bench in order to succeed. And that's your first success. So um, I definitely feel like even if it's bad, when you bring in your portfolio, they're not so much looking for perfectionism, more of a uh, like they're looking at the possibility they're yeah yeah, they're not looking to see if you're perfect they're looking to see if there's potential in what you're bringing them so um I didn't have a portfolio coming in I just had you know pictures from what I did but now that I do have a portfolio uh a lot of it's not perfect but I mean you can see the growth in what I did in just a year and if you produce something once a week for a year you're going to be so amazed about how far you've come so like it really is about like you can't stop working you can't get lazy um do make time for yourself because it's important to recharge but just know that everything that you do your future self is going to thank you for I think that was amazing yeah Mm -hmm. that's a that's a great answer um beautiful couldn't have said it better and and even even in terms of this podcast you didn't let being an apprentice stop you from submitting an entry and I can't wait to to catch up with you in uh you know a few years from now and doing another one and seeing where you're at there because this you know you said future Mm -hmm. self you know who knows it's that's really that's a great great thing to add how can people and what is the best way for people to reach out to you to work with you how can they follow you all that good stuff um, so my instagram is the at psycho underscore barbie tattoo um you can dm me uh i work every day except for wednesdays and thursdays are my days off um i'll try to answer you on my day off but that's mostly time for me to regroup and also to work on things that i'm trying to uh post so I might be a little bit busy, but I will get to you. And then I do have a Facebook. My name is Bailey Moran. Um, you can also message me on there. But if you are in the area and you're in Tulsa and you want to come to Karma, 
just call the shop number, see my availability. And um, if they say that you can come in for a walk and you can do that, or you can schedule a consultation through our website, it's karmabiomodifications.net. Beautiful, beautiful. And tell Rick, thank you um, for all, all of it. Um, you know, uh, had he not come out to paradise and just been lovely and we started talking in an elevator randomly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, this would have never happened. I mean, I, it just really was wonderful and, um, we have a lot to thank him for. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Thank you so much, Bailey. I appreciate your time, hun. I think this was perfect. You know, uh, we got yeah. it all out. <laughs> I'm so happy too. And, um, I really feel like we've uh, made a connection and that I'm going to be seeing a lot more of you in the future. Uh, if you ever want to come to our themed Thanksgiving, I'll invite you next year. You oh can bring God. Rico and um, we'll we'll try to make a cozy spot for you. And I'll make sure to tell you the dress code and what you can bring as a side dish. <laughs> That's hunting season too, man. I know, Isn't but it? the 1st of October is usually whenever the best time is. Is it? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Friendsgiving, but we could do it. Oh, yeah. I, you know what? I'm not going to, I'm not going to look at Dick Larson in the mouth. I, I'm, I'm, you know, what's the worst that's going to happen? We just can't make it. But I, I, that is such a wonderful thing to be invited to your family <laughs> Thanksgiving. I am all about it. That would be amazing. <laughs> I'll tell no Rico. <laughs> but we I definitely want to come out. And hang with you. I'm sorry he can't come out this time, but um, I just know I'm gonna love Oklahoma, and I know I'm gonna love hanging out with you guys. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll keep. Yeah, we'll, we'll send you up. back some goodies. I know. I'm so excited. Maybe I might even uh, I might collect one of your tattoos too. Um, I'll might... I'll paint him a magnet so he doesn't feel left out. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> That's what we were doing when we were like meeting. Yep. We were, I was like, you want to come paint with us? Rico's there painting Bob Ross paintings on magnets. He did a great job. He did. He, did. he does. <laughs> He's got a lot of confidence. That's what really pushes him through. But like you said, it's all in that attitude, man. Like you got to get off the bench. You got to just do it. And uh, yep. he just dives face first. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and before we get off here, um, I'm actually working on two pretty giant paintings. I wanted them to get done before you get here so that uh, I can show you. I also do acrylic. I feel like I haven't posted anything in a while, but they're they're very large. And I, uh, I'm i working on two things. I'll, I'll probably send you a picture later uh, so that you can kind of get um, just a glimpse of them. But um, so that you can finally see a finished art piece from me because I left some behind whenever I last saw you, but you did. Uh, yeah, I, I should bring gonna... them just so you can finish them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I still got them. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah. I'm honored. I am so honored for your time uh, twice now. Um, but this is great because like you said, people will actually be able to hear you and gather so much and follow you. Um, I know you, um, remand like your name and your Instagram is building. We have a lot more time behind it now. So it's probably even better that we did this and yeah, yeah I'm excited to watch you grow girl. This is so exciting. <laughs> I can't wait to get a tattoo from you and I hope that you have safe travels. Thank you. I will. I will. Um, I I'm sure of it. I'm sure. But thank you so much. You're a blessing. And mm-hmm. so is Rick and karma. I mean, it's just that kind of name, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. All right, lovely. Well, I don't want to keep you too much longer because you got your wonderful event to get ready for. And I, I just appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'll talk to you later. All right, girl. Have a great night. Bye. Bye. <laughs> okay, diary listeners, that wraps it with our time with Bailey Jean Moran go do yourself a favor and follow this budding new talent. You can find her on Instagram at psycho underscore Barbie tattoo. And uh, I I wish I could say that uh, Bailey's journey is going to start and end in her apprenticeship at Karma. Um, but I just, I just got word that, that that's not going to happen. And as regrettable as these situations go, 
Uh, I'd like to think that everybody is doing what's best for them and, um, you know, that, that we don't know it all. And as much as we might have the best intentions when it comes to uh, all things, that life happens and we have to trust that it's all meant to have a greater purpose. So uh, after this whole, th- I mean, you know, things happen a mile a minute in this world. Um, <laughs> you guys heard about, uh, where Bailey was when, when this was recorded, it was right before Valentine's day. Um, so that just tells you how fast things can turn around in this world. But, uh, that's why I call this the apprenticeship diaries is because things, things change. Um, but definitely go over. I I see nothing but uh, stars all the way when it comes to Bailey. She's she's a wonderful person. Uh, has so much passion. I, I enjoy her so so much as a human being. Um, like I said, I I'd like to keep in touch with her. Um, she was a sheer pleasure to get to meet, and I do not think that there was anything. Um, you know, to meet somebody at Paradise Tattoo Convention and and to be brought together with people, there, there's a certain amount of, of like, I think spiritual or di- divine almost connection there. And uh, everybody that's attracted and brought to that location, I think that they're, they're brought there very specifically. And Bailey definitely stood out. So girl, thank you for your time. We wish you nothing but beautiful things in the future. Please reach out to me, uh, to Rico, if you want to combine things. Uh, We'd love to come out and visit you, maybe go hunting. Uh, I I would love to have art days. Like, uh, it's a small world when it comes to the tattoo community, so please stay in touch. Uh, Everyone, wish Bailey well in her future, uh, wherever it takes her, but... Just like her mother, I I have nothing but uh, confidence that she is going to do remarkably well in this industry and that she will be a very good tattoo artist by the end of it. So God bless and everyone have a very powerful week. I love you. Thanks for listening. You can find The Apprenticeship Diaries on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Our IG is the underscore apprenticeship underscore diaries. If you would like to offer constructive criticism or an interview, drop us an email at theapprenticeshipdiaries at gmail.com. We We look look forward forward to hearing from from our listeners. listeners.